and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon and to get ready for, ready for peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with hosts Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the hosts, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams. That was a song that wasn't supposed to start playing, but it's Ben Bennett's live performance that we're not going to play. Um, but welcome, welcome. You are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams, and we got, I'm pretty stoked about today's show. Me too. Uh, what have we got planned for today? Uh, Sorry, just making sure my mic is on. Um, we've got some special guests. Three, in fact. Three very special guests. And um, first, we're going to talk about the Mint Records Christmas Party. And uh, with some of the performers who will be playing at the Mint Records Christmas Party. Although, they're running a little bit late, but they'll be here any second now. They will be here. I believe in them. Yeah, and then um, we've got a guest from Pacif- uh, Pacific Western Brewing who's going to come and talk about uh, Hopscotch. Um, yes, yes. Uh, and we all went to Hopscotch, too. So we did. We're all going to talk about our experiences drinking scotch and beer. Yeah, I went with Darcy Roach, my girlfriend, and my parents. Lovely. Yeah. Both parents? Both my parents, yes. Um, they had a good time. Lovely. So we've got lots to talk about and lots of music to play, especially music from the Mint Records Christmas Party, the ridiculously early Mint Records Christmas Party that's on Saturday. Why don't we start with one of those songs while we're getting set up? What would you what would you like to hear first? Maybe some evaporators? Sure. This is a song by the evaporators. And it's called Slap Ham, and I hope that it means that if they play this, um, Big ham will get slapped, but like playfully, playfully, not Mm. like, not in an abusive way.
There's only one way that old clunker is going to make you feel good again. Donate it to Bullying Canada. Check this out. Free towing or pickup of your old vehicle. A tax-deductible receipt. And a super easy process. Online at bullyingcanada.ca. Get rid of that old vehicle and feel good about supporting real solutions for change in your community. Donate your old or used vehicle to Bullying Canada today. Full details online at bullyingcanada.ca. That was a weird ad. Sorry, not the usual CITR produced sounding bunch of audio. Yeah, it didn't sound like it. I thought I was expecting some, I don't know, something to sound about bullying and the importance of standing up to bullies. Not yeah. About, not about car donations. Guess not. I don't even own a car. I can't help them. We could donate old bicycles. Really? Not to them, but... To someone. To other people, <laughs> to yes. So, yeah, to people being you know. bullied. I know. Then they could ride away on their bicycle, or show off their cool new old bike to the bully. Hopefully, the bully doesn't steal their bicycle. Which is actually something bullies do. Sounds like it. A lot. I got a text from our guests. Oh. They are just parking their cars. They're on their way. Keen, keen-eared listeners. When we were talking before, may have heard a boom because I didn't put my phone on silent, <laughs> and um, that was what that sound was. Um, we should probably hear a different song while we're waiting. What would you like to hear, Brenda? Uh, let's play some Tough Age. Some Tough Age. All right. Pass yeah. me the Tough Age CD. The Tough Age CD. That we brought into the studio. It wasn't in my hands. You had it. It was no. in that pile of stuff. I gave it to you. Let's play a different song. Let's play some Rennie Wilson. Okay. So we're just going to queue up some Rennie Wilson, who's actually from Edmonton, which violates our local rule. But But since he's playing on Saturday, it's okay. And he's on Mint Records, and apparently he's um, a live riot, a riot on stage. A riot on stage, says Duncan McHugh, host of Duncan's Donuts. Which song was it we wanted to play? We're going to play track three. Track three. Could have it been me? That's kind of a mouthful. It is. But here we go. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver, and this is Peanut Butter and Jams.
And welcome back. That was the voice of our guest, Jay Erner, on his song, Wildest One. Hi, Jay. Hi. Uh, he's not our only guest. Um, Jessica is also here. Hello. Jessica is also in the band Jay Erner. Yes. Yeah. Accurate. Accurate yeah. statement. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like Pink Floyd. You're all named after your lead singer. Yep. Pink Floyd. Our lead yeah. singer, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, hello. Thank you for having us on your show. <laughs> that's the most polite thing someone has ever said for being a guest on our show oh, but thank you thank you for having thank you for coming ungrateful goofs on your show or something um they, it's been known to happen my mother raised me right so i just <laughs> we'll invite you back oh thanks. yeah that's the type of attitude that gets you back on yeah, the show i'll tell my mom she did something right We've got nothing to say. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, After was just, I was just uh, actually talking to fill up dead air. <laughs> to, to fill up dead air? Yeah, that's why I said thanks mm. for having us on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. Uh, we have a lot of fun here. Uh, Brenda, we had some questions that we wanted to ask uh, Jay and Jessica. We did. To start with, can you tell us a bit about the show on Saturday? Oh, man. Oh, man. Are you guys stoked? I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. It's like, it's sort of our homecoming show from our tour, but it's also just like all the best bands on Mint playing. And then some that are not even on Mint. Friends of. Friends of. We had a similar show in Halifax, like a, a Mint showcase at the Pop Explosion. And it was so fun. And and I guess just like all the new like influx of bands on Mint has sort of like electrified the label <laughs> and um it's it's uh gotten everyone excited well like you just played um Rennie wilson i love that song he's so good i'm so excited to see him mm-hmm. he's a uh, real dynamo <laughs> on stage. yeah I, well people keep saying this but i don't know i don't know what it means you like haven't wh- seen him live i haven't yet? seen him oh, live before what am i what is it what am i always for? different i think we've seen him th- four times now he used to have a band, and we saw him play at the Biltmore, and he, pl- all, the whole band was wearing all denim, every mm-hmm. single person in the band. But now he's fired his band, and he's just gone solo. And the three times that we've seen him perform solo, it's like always a different 
a different deal. Like, sometimes he does it in drag wearing a wig. And, like, the last time we saw him, he was just wearing gym shorts. Like, no shoes, no shirt, nothing. And he, No service. And it... <laughs> well... Sorry. He was served many <laughs> drinks, and he poured them all over himself, uh, as he does. But, uh, yeah. And then, he, at the end of the set, it descended into, like, a crazy punk set. Like, he's working on a new punk album. That's amazing. That sounds very different from what so he different. has put out already. Yeah. It does. It does sound very <laughs> different. Well, uh, I'm, interested, I'm interested in seeing what he does at the Christmas it's, party. I'm I'm also very excited about the Mint Records Christmas Party. There wasn't one last year, and I've always been a big fan of all the bands, all the there prizes. There wasn't one last year, really? Nope. Huh. Was there Christmas? Oh, no. There, not was really. Why, why wasn't there one last year? I can't remember. <laughs> all the years are Let's blending together. Mm, mm, what no. were they thinking? No. Um, yeah. We're excited about it, to mm-hmm. sum, sum it up. Yeah. Uh, any any surprises that you've heard of from uh, from you guys or any of the other no, performers? No, I was actually thinking about trying to make something because, like, well, Jared in Tough Age was like, someone, like, uh, impressed me with the comic book knowledge. And I'm I was going to tell guys. that to everybody, yeah. yeah. And, but he works at a comic book store, yeah. so he it's got to be really impressive comic book trivia to impress Jared. He seems very open to to whatever though i'm not sure how many prizes he has though so he might be a little like an invitation to get annoyed though (laughs) like somebody did you know that an issue one of spider-man i (laughs) think Jarrett would actually enjoy that i guess he was actually a scorpion in the first (laughs) issue it's actually scorpion Jarrett, did you know that Jarrett, are you listening get well soon Jarrett. is he sick he's sick oh i hope he gets well by i'm sure i'm sure he will well, well, I'll make him some chicken soup or something. Yeah. Um, Jarrett um, from Tough Age, the lead, uh, lead singer, I guess, mm-hmm. of Tough Age. Front man. Front man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the slang the kids are using these days. <laughs> um, um, should we play some Tough Age? Well, uh, I've actually got some queued up, so do let's do yeah. it. Then we'll, then we'll come back and we'll talk more about other things.
Hey guys. Oh, my Mac is dead. There we go. Hi. Hi. We're Who back. Who cares? That was Nick Kirkovich. Who cares? Yeah. No no one needs to hear me. Who cares? No, I'm just saying the name of his album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and the track was? Um, the track was Party with Lewis. Who cares? Lewis doesn't party very hard. Uh, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> or he parties really sensually, is yeah. the impression I Erotic got. Erotic party with Lewis. <laughs> Um, yeah, Nick Kirkovich, uh, or Nicholas Kirkovich, oh. as he's now going by. Will he's grown up. Yeah. I'm going to start calling myself uh, J. Melissa Arner. J. Melissa Arner. Jamie Arner. That's if you turn into a baby. So how was your tour? It was really long. Yeah, we were just talking about it a bit. You guys just got back on Monday? Uh, two Mondays ago. We've been back for a week and a half, but we were gone for seven weeks. Where did you guys go? Everywhere in America we that you've ever heard of. Across the top of Fargo. America. We yes, were in Fargo. Actually, you went to Fargo? We went to a teen day show in Fargo. We didn't have nice. a show, so we hung out with uh, teen days. 
It was pretty fun. That sounds it was pretty cool. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> we went to a bar called the Aquarium. Uh, yeah, it was and then not we had a at all. hot tub time afterwards with cult babies. Yeah, was it snowy? So you felt like you were in the movie? No, but cult babies there? did. They all piled on top of a bed. We shared a hotel room, and cult babies started watching Fargo. But then everyone fell asleep. So I heard like, I know the movie very well, and yes, so I heard course. like the beginning ten minutes. And then I had someone being like, oh, am I the only one awake? I guess I should turn this off. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fargo, not much going on there. Except for teen days. That was fun. Yeah. And uh, we went over to, we played a festival in New York. And then we went and played a festival in Halifax where the uh, Mint Records showcase was, which was a blast. And then we went down to the south of America. And, uh, not the south of Canada. No, um, we were in the south of Canada as well. Well, we are I guess right now. We're in the yeah. south of Canada. Southern Canada, coming at you. All yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, we went down on across the south Canadian. and then uh, back up the south, west coast. Southwest as well. We basically did the like circumference of America. Were there any particularly great moments of like things you saw that you didn't think you were going to see? Yes. Or? Oh yes. Oh well, in, you, you got excited, so you, Marfa, you're thinking of something right now. Yeah. <laughs> what we, is it? We went to Marfa, which is a very small town in Texas that has an unexplained phenomena there called the Marfa Lights, which you go out into the desert in the middle of the night. <laughs> I've heard of this. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should just mouth everything. Yeah. Right. Well, that's great for radio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we saw the Marfa lights. It was really exciting. It was very spooky, like out in the middle of the desert, off the highway, uh, pitch pitch black. After tiny, we tiny blinking lights, tiny lights that are unexplained. Were they like up in the sky? No, or they're they... sort of just above the horizon, but not at any sort of uniform level. I guess level. that's at the sky. But like not like up. Yeah, up yeah. In the sky. Not it wasn't where the stars are. No, it was like just on like above a hill or something. Yeah, except yeah. there was no. There was hill. no hill. It was very like, it flat. Was flat okay. ground. So it was. It made the hair on the back of our necks stand up. Like, in themselves, they weren't, like, um, much to look at. But, like, the whole, like, where are they coming from? That was really interesting. It's a neat mystery. And it's completely, like, there's no pattern to them or anything. It's not like, like, some people were like, oh, they're just car headlights, like, reflected somehow. But it's like, they're not. Also, car headlights are two, not just one. Mm. Maybe it's a motorcycle gang doing tricks. Sky motorcycles? Yeah. 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 Just a bunch of uh, daredevils out there. How often were they? Was it like every like every second or was well, it we, like every we first went out two hours? And or? there was like no lights. And then it was like, boop, there's one. There's another one. Oh, there's three right now. Now there's none. Now there's one up there. Oh, and like sometimes they merge, but we didn't see that happen. But apparently it's really rare to see them. And another couple at the place that we were staying at went out on the same night that we did. And they didn't see anything. And they were like, oh, this is lame. They're probably just standing like next to you but looking in the opposite yeah, direction. they're probably non-believers. I should also. mention that we were super yeah. high. Yeah, we <laughs> were, no, we we were on high. Also, you guys are big fans of the X-Files. So. We really <laughs> are. We um, had been watching a lot of X-Files before We also that. saw the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that was a highlight, I guess. Yeah, I mean, very deep. It's got to be. Yeah, Jay or a low light, the, terri- low, the lowest, terrifyingly deep. Yeah, Jay got a so, some sort of vertigo. Yeah, Jay got <laughs> uh, alarmed by the how grand the canyon was. Yeah, I'm really tall, and so like I so it was extra feel, tall for you. Like for yeah. Jessica, it wasn't nearly like, as tall as it was for you. I'm, I'm taller <laughs> than Jessica for people in radio. Land. Jay is 14 and a half inches taller than me. Um, I kind of felt like I might like teeter over the edge. For actually, like most of the Grand Canyon, there's no guardrail or anything, and I found that kind of shocking. 
Um, but apparently a lot of people die. like Just like just looking. Like, yeah. Just like they're looking at the canyon and then they're falling down the canyon, I guess. I, I don't they know. They should probably fill it up with like uh, plastic balls and make it the world world's largest ball pit. That like would be amazing. Packing peanuts or something. Or like uh, Scrooge McDuck's safe and just full, full of uh, gold Merge coins. Merge it with the U.S. Mint. Yeah, but isn't the U.S. in like huge debt right now? So oh, yeah. this would boost their economy because all of all the tourism that yeah. we generate. Everyone gets to take home one coin. Yeah, as it is, there were not very many tourists at the Grand Canyon. No, they were just like, "Well, this is a dirty, dirty old hole." Actually, yeah. there were loads no, of tourists. Yeah, a lot of I, I imagine it's a pretty popular thing to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what else? What else was fun? That's oh, about it. Uh, New Orleans was really fun. Uh, really like that place. Yeah. What'd you do while you were there? Uh, not much. We played a show. Um, oh, there's Ben <laughs> Lai again. Uh, and Ben uh, Lai coming up coming up later tonight, but we, also lurking around the studio. Yeah, lurking, waiting, watching. Um, we played a show and we stayed in the building that we played the show in. It's like a bar that's owned like the people on the whole building and it was still under construction post Katrina. Like there was still no glass in the windows and the, the roof had blown off, but they had a new roof. So it was, it was interesting to see how that city has changed. Uh, lots more palm trees. I guess they didn't have palm trees before. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I've never been. You should go. It's, it's I should go. Also really good food. We ate a really good sandwich there. Um, <laughs> I do love a good sandwich. Sandwiches are some of my favorite things to eat in other cities. We ate at this place called Butcher, which, like, we're vegetarians, and we're like, this is dumb that we're going here. And then we went up, and we were like, do you have anything vegetarian on your menu? And the girl working there was like, yeah, I'm a vegetarian. Here, I'll make you a vegetable sandwich. And it was the best sandwich we'd ever had. Well. So, go to Butcher. must be kind of weird being a vegetarian working at Butcher. Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, I guess it's good because you don't, sample your own wares you don't get high off your own supply exactly yeah good business sense there's ben again what is he doing he's he's, He's like he's messing with you martha light out there what if he started just like going down like imaginary stairs that's one of my favorite things to do yeah canoeing canoeing past yeah yeah we should we should give him some suggestions let's put a song on and then we'll (laughs) then we'll uh then we'll come back once we've worked out with Ben Lai what his new routine is going to be in walking past our window. <laughs> um, let's play um, a couple songs by uh, the band that will, uh, by the people in the band Fake Tears. Because we couldn't find any fake tears online, could we, Brenda? No, there is none we could not. Of. And so we're going to play some stuff by people in the band. And then you can merge in them. In different bands. Imagine in your head what these people sound like together (laughs) and that's what it would sound like if you heard fake tears live very creative
Hi there, boys and girls. Things at Shindig 2013 are really heating up now that so many bands have been eliminated. Be sure to come down to the Railway Club Tuesday nights until the final showdown on December 10th. First place gets the high honor of being sacrificed on Grouse Mountain to Satan, God of Darkness. <laughs> Plus, there's jokes for beer and all the talking of Ben Lai that you can handle. That's every Tuesday now until December 10th. See you there. Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604 822 5355. That's 604 822 5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Welcome back. We were just listening to Flamingo by Kellarissa. And before that was um, Lost Lovers Brigade. What song was that, Brenda? Tigers. Tigers. Hi, yes. I'm Brenda. This is Brenda. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Jay. And then uh, this is Jessica. Hello. <laughs> Jessica sounds a lot like what Brenda used to sound like. <laughs> Jay sounds weird. <laughs> no, this is great. This is going perfectly. Oh, the theater of radio. Uh, I the don't know. Drama. <laughs> drama. Radio play. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like there's a horse in here. <laughs> no, oh, no, wait. Horse. Oh, there's a horse at the door. <laughs> there's a horse at the door. <laughs> anyway. No, no, this is great. I love it. Um,. Food. Food. We were we were talking about food while you were on the road at a place called Butcher. But you also have a food blog. I do. Um, what is your food blog called? It's called PanSeeredPeaSnaps.tumblr.com. Uh, it is... It's. I've been doing it for a long time. It's been like years. It's a reaction to most food blogs. It is a really great reaction um. to most food blogs, in my opinion. <laughs> Just because, like, I mean, nice photos of food are nice, but, like, I get tired of seeing, like, I mean, today is a really good example because I have so many American friends that are all posting their Thanksgiving meals. And mm. I, I went on Facebook and I saw, like, five different turkeys in a row. And I was just like, ugh. Like, How many turkeys do you need to see? And they all the photos look the same. Everyone uses the same Instagram filter. Mm-hmm. It's all, so all my uh, food blog, it's sort of written as a character. Um, I sort of, uh, the character is, like, this idiot who doesn't know anything about photography or... Uh, anything about food so everything looks disgusting on the food blog it's kind of amazing how you take food that i if if i've seen it in real life i'm like that could look good (laughs) in some contexts but not this one no um most of i sort of have a rule for it like most of the stuff that's on there i've actually eaten some of them like sometimes there's like just like the ripple potato chips off a car seat um was that on a car seat yeah it looked it looked like a car seat i think it was 
the, that was recent, wasn't it? I think that was just like through the bottom of a greasy glass bowl, <laughs> um, just with like maybe a seat underneath it. But um, yeah, I eat most of the stuff on there. Um, what about that egg drink? The egg drink? What was that? The egg whites and ice. Oh yeah, that. Okay, usually all the things that I say the food is is not what it is. It's just what it looks like. <laughs> it's just what it looks like. Like sometimes it'll be like the dregs of a disgusting looking cocktail, but it was actually really good. Like, um, but yeah, I've got a lot of backlog. I've, you know, I've I have twenty five followers of that blog. Really? So yeah, twenty five well, whole followers. I don't actually have a Tumblr account, so I'm like a ghost follower. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> ben, you less. have twenty six followers. Oh, thank you. Ben lies lurking again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, actually, he's doing an extra creepy job of it right now. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. He's like a little puppy putting his nose up against the glass. Burying his teeth against the window. What if Ben Lai wasn't real? And, like, and he was just a figment of all our imaginations? Yeah, he was just like... The CITR's collective consciousness or something? spectacular. Like, any man who has that, like, much going on is probably not real. Okay, so I heard you got mad at Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah. There, I heard you had gotten into a blog fight with well, Martha Stewart. Duncan McHugh wanted us to ask about this. Uh, uh, well, Duncan McHugh, host of Duncan's Donuts. Um, Megan, actually, our mutual friend Megan of Fine Mist. Of Fine Mist. Um, she posted a link to Martha Stewart's Twitter. And Martha, man, that lady, for all... All her greatness and all her perfection that she's accomplished in her life. She does not know how to uh, take photos of food. Or maybe she's a big fan of yours. Maybe. She's sort of... Maybe she's stealing your work. She's sort she's of like, stealing my stuff. Like um, like Beyonce. Yeah. Wait, what? Beyonce? Didn't Beyonce steal the work of like lesser known artists oh, to make I her music know. videos? Yeah, Beyonce steals my stuff. Yeah. What a jerk. Um, well, Mar- I think Martha's problem is she's just always in a dark restaurant, so she uses, like, a flash or something, because that's how it all looks. Like, that's my number one rule for how to make your food photography look terrible is use flash all the time and, like, take the photos of it really close up and, like, make it blurry and, like, move the phone while you're taking it and use flash at the same time. And uh, also, like, get your fingers in the food and then, like, display the food. Like, sometimes... Sometimes it's my fingers. Jay is often the model. Uh, Uh, Like, he'll dip a chip into some sort of, like, sauce and then get sauce, like, way too far up his fingers. That's always a good... The character that is a man. Yeah, the character... I write as a man. I sometimes... I think it's... His name's Michael or something? I don't know. I didn't actually know there was a character. He uses... He uses a lot of emoticons. I mean, he just... People know how I write, if you know me, and I don't write like that. So I... uh, Well, I do if I'm trying to be obnoxious. But anyway, Martha, I sort of called her out recently. And I think I'd made a post when I was drunk, and I was just like, I hate you, Martha. Like... Has Martha responded? Have you guys got a feud going yet? She hasn't. I, I only said it... I didn't, like, do it on twitter at her so she there's no way she unless she's reading my blog there's no way she knows that i hate her um but it's the character <laughs> hates her i don't hate her michael hates her so complicated this is very complicated really? i yeah. hope martha stewart understands i hope she listens to your show yeah well probably she does if she wants to know about local music and local food she martha if you're listening right now you should call in because uh we will we will talk to you we all have a thing or you two to say. We can talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is an intervention, Martha. You take terrible photos. 
not intentionally, I don't <laughs> maybe think. Maybe it is. I think she might be doing it intentionally in, in an so? homage. I think she's maybe just, like, getting up there and she's sort of, like, losing it. I mean... Doesn't she have, like, a million assistants? Probably. To make things look good and perfect? You'd think so. I think she does. I think maybe she's it's like her friend's son, teenage son. Her friend's son. That she was forced to hire. I don't know. I feel like jail has changed her. <laughs> Hardened her. Uh, but, yeah. Fo- follow my blog if you love uh, food. <laughs> if, and looking at bad pictures of food. I don't know. I think it looks good. You just said you thought it looks bad. I'm Michael now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael. Like an alien landscape, they look good. Yeah, a lot of them... Well, for a time, I was cooking a lot with canned clams. Oh, man, that sounds like a good picture for bad pictures. This was before Jay moved in with me, and I was going through a sad time where I was just uh, combining, like, cottage cheese and uh, boiled cabbage and uh, canned clams. And uh, <laughs> that would taste all right. It tastes. It probably fun. would it taste all right. Disgusting though. Um, sort of like a foamy kind of. It looked. I mean, it was exactly like you said, an alien landscape. And like, I sort of took too many photos that, w- like, I have hundreds of photos on my phone of just bad food, and on my computer. So. And on your servers. I thought you were gonna say something. Else. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was this is say. this is a family show. Why would he say that? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what I was gonna say. But move, let's move, move on. on. Moving on. Right. Moving on. Let's move along. Uh, you wanted to ask them about their video, or should we save that for after? Let's the let's song? let's um. What we could we could listen to the video song maybe. Oh, out to lunch. Yeah. That video. That's the video that everyone always wants to talk about. Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk about it right here. This is the final time. No one will ask you about it ever again. I doubt that. No, I'm, it's true. Let's set the record straight. Set the record straight. Okay. Definitive. All right, so imagine you're watching the video or go watch the video Guys, along with go it. go log on to YouTube.com. Type in. Out to lunch, Jay Arner. Out to Jay Arner. And click on the one that has the um, thumbnail of terrifying CGI people. On. All right. Let's, let's look, give them a second to do that. Okay. All right. Are you logging on? I think they. I think they've done it. Are you signing on to your AOL.com? They're not on AOL. Come on. Wh- what year is this? 1994. Technically, yes, it is that <laughs> year. So that is the right thing to do. Um, all right. You. So you've got it typed in. It's all loaded up. Three, two, one, go.
That so was me. That was that was Jay Arner. That was I made that. That was you. You guys. That came out of you. Yeah. So um, the video, as you all know, because you were all watch watching along with the song, um, it looks uh, very unusual it's in a weird style. Um, it is it made in Second Life? No, it's made in a computer program that I'm not familiar with called iClone, I think. Uh, it's made by a man from Kelowna who... Uh, is, Fr- Fred and Sharon. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's mainly made by Fred, but uh, Fred and Sharon is uh, the duo. Uh, Fred is... I think they have, like, an artisanal bread company or something in Kelowna. Artisanal bread and mu- music video... Company? Uh, yeah. I think we were their first music video, like outside music video. We um, we commissioned them to make that, and we did not really have any say in it. We just sent them photos of our faces, and we told them what our heights were, and that's what they created. Very important heights. He imagined my that. Well, I know we didn't just watch the video, but you know the. Video. I've seen the video. The video is where Jay and I walk out of the water, and we're in our underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't send photos of our. You, it wasn't full. Body. It wasn't like the the outfits are not <laughs> accurate in that that video. Um. Well, I've I've never worn the outfits that they imagined for us. They're just they're very creative. Um. How did you find them? Elderly people. Sheena, Sheena from Sheena Yoshida from yeah. Records. She n- knows them from Kelowna um, times, I guess. She used to live. And uh, so she's always wanted uh, a mint band to work with them, and we were, I guess, the first band to agree <laughs> to subject ourselves. Yeah, she's been shopping this idea around for a long yeah. time. Um, how, yeah. how did you like the way the video I, turned out? I love it. It's yeah. crazy. It's great. Uh, yeah, we just told them to, like, told Fred to just, like, do whatever you want. Very um, minimal input from us, and uh, I could not have predicted that video um i guess if for for radio listeners it's just i guess um computer graphics mm-hmm. looking sort of from the 90s like 90s this, era like computer the graphics. i kind of thought it looked like second life but it's, it's very second life-esque but yeah maybe like the sims too like rendered people with our faces sort of um and then some some like our band uh playing the song in a sort of amphitheater digital amphitheater with uh, strange psychedelic yeah psychedelic like patterns uh, that's that's like still the most uh perplexing part of the video like i've tried to figure out what that sort of kaleidoscopic image is someone said it looked like an aortic valve or something like i thought it, i thought it looked like a winamp uh, oh. like visualization <laughs> effect okay. yeah it but. looks but it's all like flesh tones so oh it's yeah it's a strange video <laughs> It is, yeah. It's. Uh, have you? It's, you said that people won't stop talking to you about it. Is it's the one we're going to be remembered by? I think. Um, <laughs> people, people seem to like it. I like it. I think it's yeah. it's great. Um, I, I mean, I can say that I think it's great because I had I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, it's reaching such a wide audience. Like we were in like Arizona at a show and someone was like, Oh, can you tell me about that video? Like what's the story it behind speaks it? speaks to people. Yeah. It uh really pulls people in. He did some sort of like literal interpretations of the lyrics oh, as well. Yeah. Which I you know, the lyrics 
without getting into it, they're figurative. I was not out to lunch, eating lunch, <laughs> but the video is a more sort of literal interpretation, and uh, yeah, I like it a lot. Everyone likes lunch. <laughs> yeah, well, here we are on the food radio show, talking about out to lunch, and... Oh, very fitting. Ev- yeah, everything comes together. One other um, remnant of that video is like the movements that they have us doing are very unusual uh, movements, but they've now sort of become like when we'll be playing shows, people in the audience will be like miming what our character, what our avatars. Oh, really? Yeah. They'll be like, because I. Will that happen at the ridiculously early Christmas show? I don't know. (laughs) Well, that's up to the audience. I just know that like when. When people who have seen the video, they just love to reenact it, uh, which, why wouldn't you? My dance moves. Your dance moves and my head shaking. I, like, in in the video, my avatar holds (laughs) holds my (laughs) head in my hands and just shakes my head so much. Like, I'm just so depressed. That's how people are going to dance to this song. Yeah. I hope hope so. (laughs) Like, bummed out. Can you do the out-to-lunch twist? (laughs) (laughs) Should Should we give away... Oh, yeah. Speaking of the ridiculously early Christmas party, um, we, uh, uh, Jay and Jessica brought in some tickets to give away. Look at these shiny tickets. They're so shiny. <laughs> golden <laughs> tickets. Yeah, they're, it's like Willy Wonka. Uh, golden ticket in here. Exactly. Um, but So we're going to play a song. Um, who else is playing that we should at the show? Sean Mrazek. Sean Mrazek. Do we have any Sean Mrazek queued up? What do we have queued up um, from the show, Brenda? Um, Well, I think we played all of them, unless they're on that list. All right, let's find... um, We could play Sean Mrazek. I'm going to find some Sean Mrazek. Lives. Sean Mrazek lives. Do you have a favorite Sean Mrazek lives song, Jay? They're all good. They're all good. Any any pick, any cut. Oh, not that one! (laughs) No, okay, we're not going to play that no, one. No, no, it's fine. No, 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 you was, didn't want to hear that one. That was a joke. I was, I was joking. No, it's too bad. It, that's the song that slams Jessica. That's the one that's about Jessica. <laughs> She's got a lot of uh, beef. We're gonna, I've made a lot of enemies. We're going to listen to... Um, oh, that's a good one. We're going to listen to Another World. <laughs> this one's not about you, so that that's that should be as okay, far right? As I know. Yeah. I've never met him. <laughs> you so, haven't? No. He's a great guy. It's weird that he would write that song about you then. They they chat a lot online. Um, <laughs> We've got online beef. Brenda, do you want to uh, what? Pe- what do people need to do to win the tickets? They Brenda? need to call the studio. How do they do that? Six zero four C I T R U B C. Sorry, U B C C I T R. It's six zero four eight two 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 four eight seven. So uh, did you get that? It will, we'll say it one more time so you can uh, write it down or plug it into your phones. Six zero four eight two 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 four eight seven. All right, and so the first person to call in will win a pair of tickets. For themselves and whoever they want to bring, their mom, their friend, their partner, or their dad, their business partner. As long as they don't bring any of my enemies, I'm fine with that. Don't bring any of Jessica's enemies. Yep. Like Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Please don't come don't to our show. Bring Martha Stewart, Stewart to the show unless it's oh. as a peace offering. <laughs> okay, so um, this is Another World by Sean Razek Lives. Oh, my. Oh, someone's phone. Oh, friend, are you okay? 
Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Thursday night only, Thunderbird Radio Hell. Hey, Ben. Hey, Jay. How's it going? Um, uh, uh, all right, I guess. I didn't think I would bump into you in the street. No, um, usually on Thursday nights, I'm listening to Thunderbird Radio Hell. So am I. Yeah, usually, um, the radio has a show on at, um... 9 p.m. to 11. 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's right. It's a pretty good show. Is uh, that the show with the live bands? Yeah, it sounds like there's talking between the band and the guy. Yeah, that guy. Interview with bands while they're still alive. I'll check it out. Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Oh, pairing. That stood the test of time. Yeah. Jay, do you remember your old days as a radio voice actor? Yeah, I think I actually, I've done some um, station IDs for CITR. I don't know if you got them, but I, I actually did station IDs for like every uh, campus station in Canada. Oh. Um, they're pretty, we do they're have pretty some. good. I don't know. It's like the kind of thing where it's like, this is Jay Arner and you're listening to CITR. And then the people listening are like, who? <laughs> Like, what's <laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Just say. Oh jeez. Oh. This is what okay, you get. Yeah, let's let's check it out. Hello, this is the recording artist Jay Arner, and you're listening to CITR. Still exists. <laughs> yeah, and I made that. Um, Jay made yeah. fifty Mellotron, of those in a row. Real tape echo. <laughs> this is what people look for in a station ID. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what we all look sweet for. Sweet Um, So thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, we did have a caller 
who hung up as soon as I picked up the phone for the prize. So almost congratulations, caller. If you want to call back once we get a song going, nice um, we, we, you can still win the prize. Uh, the, uh, tickets to the CIT, or not the CIT, the Mint Records uh, Ridiculously Early Xmas Party for you and a friend. Um, but uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Thanks for having us. I hope you've had a good time. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you both. <laughs> we posted the link to your blog on our Facebook, oh. so if anybody wants to check out some... If you're going to have more awful. followers at the end of this show. Hopefully. If not, I'm going to come back with my lawyer. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, you can flip out. We give you permission <laughs> to flip out. Um, so we're going to play a song by Dream Baby, and then we're going to move on to talk about Hopscotch with our next guest. Cool. Very cool. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Welcome back, everybody, and you are listening to uh, CITR 101.9 FM. Uh, this is Peanut Butter and Jams. Uh, we now have a new guest with us. Brenda, why don't you introduce our new guest? Sure, this is Rob, and uh, Rob works at a beer company, uh, Pacific Western Brewing, and mm-hmm. um, yes, he was my uh, hookup to uh, tickets for Hot Scott. Yes, I did not have one, and I paid. I paid for my my way in. I also paid for my, uh, my dad to get in too. That's a hot date. But yeah. you didn't pay for your mom. No, my dad paid for my mom, <laughs> and um, and then and Darcy paid paid for herself. So very nice. Now that we've got that all strained out, who paid <laughs> and who didn't pay? Um. Uh, sorry, Sarah is gesturing at me from she, the studio. From window. Sarah, Sarah, accordingly, our music director, uh, she was wagging her finger at you. I think she was asking for my keys, but then she just that needs to... That is not what she was doing. I will tell you what she was doing when we get into, uh, okay. when we get into a song. But um, right after, uh, we're going to play a song uh, quickly by the Ballantines, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Hopscotch. Hopscotch is a, um, a beer and scotch festival that we all went to, and we're going to give you a little bit of a, a, a taste of what we experienced Crazy Cause that's the way you make 
That was The Ballantines off of their new EP, Liquor Store, Gun Store, Pawn Shop, Church. Um, and that song was called Morning. I, I think it's a pretty good EP all around. Uh, <laughs> giggling. Personal favorite of mine, actually. I love seeing those guys live. They're super high energy every time I see them. Yes, uh, we're here with Rob, who uh, also is a little bit quiet, so move a little bit closer to your mic. Sorry about that. That's okay. First time in the studio. <laughs> As long as you point your face in the right direction, it's, it should be okay. Um, but yeah, we all went to the Hopscotch Festival, and uh, we're all going to uh, talk a little bit about it. Um, who who would like to give a first impression? Maybe explain just like generally what it's like to be there. Brenda, Brenda, Rob. it was your first time? I went last year. Jordy, were you there last year? I was there year last year, well? too. Was that your first year last that, year? My first year was last year, and okay. uh, it didn't seem that different this year there was a little bit more a little bit different products available but i didn't it felt like there was the same big crowd it just still kind of felt like you're wandering around a cement room some people get some people are kind of classy about it some people get super wasted um it's a really interesting blend it's of a people really weird out. blend it's of people like very high society people who you think would be going to a high-end wine tasting yeah some people are there to like taste fancy scotches exactly and, and then like, you've got the people who really just want to come and have the beer festival experience and it's at the PE forum so there's a huge capacity i'm not sure but a couple thousand people mm-hmm. easily okay. all crammed into one space for a four-hour tasting and some people just try to get as much as they can and some people some remain people look, look for quality and like i mean like no, no one's like dead sober but like everyone some, some people in seek to enjoy themselves more fully than other people do. That's a good and way of putting so, it. Some people get a little stumbly. Um, but I didn't see anyone like at a point where they should be thrown out. But there were definitely some uh, inebriated folks there. That Brenda, was- it was your first time. What did you think of it? Well, it's always kind of strange with all these like booths set up. So it kind of feels like you're at a conference, like an industry convention or something, because it's in, you know, all the curtains and the tables. It doesn't feel like you're going to, like, a beer festival, you know, in that kind of, like, wooden table kind of way. Yeah, it doesn't feel, there's no, like, waitresses bringing you steins of beer or, yeah. like, anything like that. You you walk up and talk to the people who are giving, the, the, giving tastes. Mm-hmm. That's the nice thing about it. You do meet a lot of uh, brewers directly and people who work directly for these small local companies. So it's a great way to go and talk to people who are actually producing the beers that we're drinking. In BC, especially the craft beer scene right now, is exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. You get to put a face to a name. You know, when you go into the liquor store and you see a Central City or a Coal Harbor or something like that, you You're have. Like, hey, I met that guy. Exactly. Yeah. You have a face of the brewer. Or yeah. the lead personnel for that company, so it's very interesting. Yeah. What, what did your family think? Um, they had a good time. My mom actually gave me a phone call just just a few days ago, just to say that they had a really fun time while they were there. Um, my dad somehow managed to find like the most expensive thing you could get there, and then get sweet talked into it by a cute sales girl. Um, <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah, which was pretty funny. Um, so he, he spent fifteen dollars on a. Uh, uh, taste. What was it? Some really old scotch. Uh, it was called Ben Ben Levy, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. Five tokens? Fifteen. Fifteen tokens? Fifteen tokens. Wow. He, it was really good. We I don't know if it was $15 good, but it was good. I think we tried a four-coin scotch, but the six the sixth one was too much. Yeah, no, that's, that's like more where I was coming from. I was like, oh, I, 
which like what how good can I get for like three or four tokens? Maybe five tokens mm-hmm. was I think my limit. But it's really tough because the beers are all one token. Yeah. So you really have to justify you the scotches. Tr- you really want to try? I, I well, it depends on what you're going for. Like I really like trying scotches because I don't. I like scotch, but I don't drink a lot of scotch because I can't afford to. So Quite it's a like commitment. It's an opportunity to try a whole bunch of different scotches at once and see which ones. I enjoy so if I, I can I can buy like one or two bottles a year of like a nice scotch and so it's like which ones am I going to buy if you don't know what they taste like you might be ta- you're taking a big risk and you're like spending a sixty to eighty dollars or a hundred dollars on a bottle of scotch. It's also a huge risk to spend fifteen dollars on a tiny little one ounce taster of it as well. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, but I didn't do that. My dad did that, and I had a sip of it. Um, okay, so let's talk a bit about more. A bit more about the things that we tasted. Yeah, um, we could talk about the thing that we're tasting right now. Actually, was this a, was this available there? I didn't actually go to the Central City booth because um, I drink a lot of Central City in my normal life, so I didn't feel like I, uh, I I would I would go to Hopscotch and then try Central City. I was I did find that there were some local brewers, um, but actually no, wait, I'll talk about that later. Um, what uh, what do you guys think of what we're drinking right now? This is good. This is a personal well, and what And what is it? Yes, this is a Central City uh, Red Racer Imperial, Imperial IPA. Mm-hmm. So, um, very heavy on the IBUs, 90 IBUs, and comes in at 9%. So, it's a pretty heavy hitter. And we were there on the Friday. You were there on I was Saturday. There on the Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, the Friday night, I'm not sure what it was like on the Saturday, but they did have a cask of mm-hmm. the Imperial IPA. They had a cask. I don't know which one it was. So Yeah. So again, was, I didn't go to their booth. So It was really nice. It was a uh, Citra and Simcoe hopped mm-hmm. uh, cask of the Imperial IPA. It was probably one of the better beers that I tasted there at the whole event. And there's about ooh, over 100 beers on offer. So mm-hmm. it was great. I went back for a second of that cask. Yeah, and yeah, that's, you, you, you liked it so much. You I got, did. You got two. I know. That's the great thing about going on the first night. You really got to get the first dibs on those casks, otherwise you, you never know what you're going to miss out on. Well, I mean, there were still casks there. I think they just brought different casks. Probably. So, I don't know. I imagine there was, if one, one ran out, they, they, it's not like they didn't want to hide their beers away. They, this is the time to showcase them. So yeah, they brought, brought out different ones, I yeah. think, if they ran out of one. I mean, you can always get rid of it on a cask night as well. Oh yeah, all over Vancouver, so it wouldn't be very difficult. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy a good cask night. Um, if they do a cask run, how many casks do they do? Well, casks are individually brewed, so they would all—they're all singles. I mean, not as a rule. I mean, they, they probably fill a few casks general, at once. But yeah, yeah, but like, so would you actually have five of the same one? Could you actually repeat the taste? You could do as a as a production run, but the idea behind the cask is that you do get a unique flavor out of it. It's kind of like a one off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a treat beer, you know, something that you're never gonna have again. Just fleeting. Fleeting. It's not in the production. <laughs> okay, so. Um, yeah, we made little notes in our program so that we could tell you about them. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't make huge uh, huge notes, so I'm going to let you um, talk about what you guys tasted. Go ahead. Well, um, Rob really liked the Muskoka Harvest Ale. I, be- I believe it was about three hours in, so... Uh, I had that one. My, I, my I my also liked that one were a lot. not the finest, but... You said really good. No. Exclamation mark. A malt face. ball. It was what I called or it. Or malt bomb. Malt bomb. Malt bomb. No, it says malt ball. 
Yeah, I think that was me. Oh. Incorrectly. Incorrectly hearing. Transcribing yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So lost in translation a little bit there. But it was interesting because we had that. Um, and it had been breathing for a while because it was a taster. And mm-hmm. then we bought a bottle again later on, a couple of days later. And it was very heavy on the hops. So it was interesting. That's one that I would definitely recommend picking up and trying in a couple of different ways, letting it age a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Just to see, because I feel like that's a pretty complex beer. I was really excited about that one. If you if you buy a beer and let it age a bit, how long do you let it age? It really depends. But most people will go for about a year, but up to four or five years. Um, aging and cellaring beer is a fairly new thing in the beer mm-hmm. world. I mean, people have obviously been doing it for a long time, but kind of um, generally accepted by the public, craft beer drinkers. People have really gotten onto it about the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you have a cellar that you you store some beers in and age them? I have a small cellar. Yeah. Yes. Well, cellar. Yes, yeah. quote unquote. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's not too many cellars in East Van houses. Mm-hmm. By cellar, it's probably, I, I mean, like, the bottom of a, a shelf or something like that, a closet, yeah. Yes. But, um, no, it's, it's a good controlled atmosphere that's really, it's like a wine cellar, right? You just want anywhere where it's not going to be... Um, Exposed to light. Yeah, or, yeah. or temperature fluctuation, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's pretty easy to have a cellar. I mean, you, that's the thing about beer. You, you know, you get a 650 bomber, and it's anywhere between 6 and $15. That's it. So it's not like a bottle of wine where it's a huge investment. So it's really easy just to have a modest cellar. It is one of the nice things about uh, beer drinking is yeah. that it is a lot more economical. Exactly. Yeah. Very easy to get into as well. You, know, you can I've have some really great beers for 5 $6. It's, uh... <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, yeah. And you can get... The, you can get, you can buy the best beer in the world for, like, under $20. Usually. Best beer in the world. Well, like, what the, the top-rated ones or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, if you want to buy, like, those monk beers that, like... Yeah, sure. ...are, like, h- hard to find. A lot and, of the Belgian Trappist beers and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, the ones that are, like, really sought after. Those ones, even, like, one bottle costs 20 bucks. Whereas, like, the top bottles, the most sought-after bottles of wine or scotch are, like, mm. $1,000, $10,000 or something like that. Easily, yeah. No, the Bordeaux releases and things like that. Mm-hmm. You're getting into four or five figures for a bottle, so... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, when you, when you can spend... Less than $10 on a really great bottle of beer, and why not? It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really enjoyable time. What else did you guys try that you that you really enjoyed? Rob, what do you what do you remember? Um, actually, speaking of casks, I had that house sound. I'm kind of a little bit of a cask seeker, mm-hmm. so to speak. It's like mind-sweeping. Um, just go. They just gravitate towards them like a magnet. So. Mm-hmm. I really made an effort to get all the casts, and I had uh, House Sound Wooly Bugger. Oh, I love that beer. Exactly. Yeah. So as if it isn't good enough in the first place, you got it on a cask. It's fresh. I can't remember exactly what they did to it, but it was really nice. Um, had some smoky notes to it. Mm-hmm. I think it was ma- maybe aged in wood chips. So, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, Wooly Bugger is, is their bar- the House Sound's barley wine. It's their barley wine, exactly. Yeah. So... Um, it's it's it's, all, it's, all, it's a little unusual, like as beers go. It doesn't taste exactly like, like a like, no, a beer. But no, it's yeah. uh, well, I mean, it's coming in at eleven percent. You got yeah. Remember. So like that's that's why. So it's, that's it's, uh, it, it has it has the alcohol content of a wine exactly, yeah. and it's up around seventy five IBUs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made with three or four different types of malt and four different types of hops. So fairly complex, very complex just to start, um, let alone put it in a cask with a couple different 
you know, a couple different uh, flavors in there. And you've got a one-off cask that really makes something like hopscotch worthwhile. Like, mm -hmm. You know, that's why you pay the ticket price for. You get those situations like that you're never going to experience again. Yeah, and and also, it is just a beer, but when you're interested in it, it kind of makes yeah, it fun. Yeah, if that's the sort of thing you like, then exactly. this is the place to be. Yeah, and yeah. you got them all at your selection. Um, I mean, I also went to the BC Beer Awards. Which was just the week October. before, wasn't it? No, or, or it a couple was, weeks before. Yeah, a couple weeks before, back yeah. in October, because October is BC Craft Beer Month, of course. Mm -hmm. um, went to the BC Beer Awards, and yeah, there was like... 25 casks or so right so very, a very really, exciting event yes for it beer was lovers. like heaven for me i was drooling everywhere so um no that was great as well so cask festivals are really exciting as well there's one actually out in toronto that has over i believe 200 casks mm -hmm. over three or four days so yeah it's uh it's catching on and it's a really great way to experience beer yeah it's uh i i, I really enjoy a good cask uh Especially uh, uh, Tuesday at the railway. Exactly, and we're so spoiled here. We're yeah. so spoiled here in Vancouver. This is, you know, probably two or three places you can go any night of the week that are going to have a cask on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what's your favorite place to go? Um, I'm partial to the Whip. Yeah, and Main and Six there. It's uh, near my house. I also exactly. enjoy that place. Uh, my one of my favorite pubs in town. Every Sunday at four o'clock, they have a cask. Mm -hmm. So it's great. It's a really good way to spend a Sunday afternoon. So, highly recommended. So, another beer that we have to taste here that we're um, mildly tasting in the studio is the Shiny Penny, Belgian IPA from Townsite. And the strange thing about this beer is that when we, when we tried it, it seemed very sweet and tropical, and then we weren't quite sure about it, and then halfway through, it started getting really good. Oh, it grows. It's a grower. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I've been looking forward to uh, trying it again and seeing whether that actually it, can be whether replicated. It, it lives up to was it, was it from a cask or was it from a keg? Uh, do you remember? No, it was from a bottle when we had it. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. so it should yeah. taste roughly the same. Yeah. Then, are are you enjoying it? I am. Give it a try. That's really interesting. Um, sorry, listeners, this is like dancing about architecture for you right now. <laughs> we but should have had a drum roll in there yeah. <laughs> in anticipation of his response. Um, but yeah, that's that's really interesting. It's uh, not. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I feel like one sip doesn't give me a strong opinion. It's really interesting, but it's really uh, it's very not, complicated. Yeah, and it's not a traditional West Coast IPA because. Mm -hmm. it, they do use a style of hops that has uh, heavy tropical fruit notes in it, and uh, I believe Townsite did discontinue it briefly, and then it came back. Um, they have two different IPAs. They have a Tin Hat IPA and a Shiny Penny IPA, so um, I might be getting it confused with the Tin Hat IPA, but I, I do believe that they did discontinue it for a brief moment, but brought back by popular demand. Mm -hmm. So it's... Uh, it's not your typical uh, Pacific Northwest IPA. Right. You know, not heavy on the floral and citrusy notes that mm -hmm. you're going to get. So maybe not what everyone's used to, but uh, still, it, still it grows on you. It develops. It's great. Um, so uh, we are actually running low on time, unfortunately. I, could, I feel like I could talk about hopscotch for a lot longer. Uh, but uh, Darren, who has a really great show planned for you guys uh, coming up, has been eagerly clamoring at the door. Um, 
So uh, st- uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for Stereoscopic Readout. Um, uh, and after that, uh, Thunderbird Radio Hell, Ben Lai, will be on with... Uh, pro- he'll play terrific music. I'm not sure if he has a band on tonight, but he often does. Uh, and uh, you have been listening to Peanut Butter and Jams on CITR 101.9 FM. Um, would you guys like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye, Radioland. And uh, to set to uh, to set, send you off, this is you can pull the plug by uh, industrial priest overcoats. I like these guys. Mm-hmm.